Welcome to The Apotheosis, a Starkid fancast dedicated to untangling the mysteries of Hatchetfield, one implication at a time. I'm Mina. And I'm Ramona. Get, Get your cup, cup of poison coffee, coffee and let's begin. Before this episode starts and we get into the implications, I just wanted to come on here and say that this episode was recorded before Nightmare Time Season 2 was announced. With the introduction of a new important character and more information, our thoughts and theories have changed and evolved a bit. With that being said, we will update and make a part two at a later date. This episode will focus on the Lords in Black, how their powers work, what they want, and we'll probably touch on the Sniggles too. But first, our Starkid Spotlight is on... John Madison. I looked at a lot of different websites, but I couldn't get a certain answer on when his birthday was, but I think he was born sometime in July and is 35. He has an older sister named Stephanie, and he was born in North Carolina, but spent his childhood moving around to different places, such as Alaska, Pennsylvania, and Kansas. His dad used to be a colonel in the army. John is a founding member of Rediscover Theater and was in Hamlet as Hamlet with the group. He was also a performer at the Improv Olympic Theater and the Annoyance Theater. He has a Bachelor of General Studies from the University of Kansas in Theater and Film and is a graduate of Second City Musical Improv Conservatory. He knows how to fence and play piano and likes to write poetry and do yoga. He wrote a one-man show called John Madison, a solo show by John Madison. He co-hosts Rim Tim Timmy's Funtime Hour with Jeff Blim. He has a Twitch where he posts gaming content. On Patreon, he posts songs, monologues, and nice messages and birthday wishes. He's been in Homecoming, The Guy Who Didn't the Musicals, Black Friday, and Nightmare Time. His Hatchet Field roles are Paul Matthews, Wiggly, Ticket Taker, Usher, Tree Person, Villager, Gary Goldstein, Carl Mason, Wallace McNeil, and Northville Student. According to the Stark at Hatchetfield Wikipedia, his character's mortality rate is 21.43%. <laughs> That's amazing! Alright, the stage is set. It's showtime. Let's begin. Okay. The Lords in Black. This is a big topic. Yes. This episode's probably gonna get kinda long. <laughs> Who do we start with? Okay, let's start with Pokey. What do we know about Pokey? Pokey's trying to infect the people of Hatchfield. Mm -hmm. And when he infects them, he's able to control them. And for some reason, when he's controlling them, he wants them to sing songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> he could be trying to build... A better, simpler world, maybe, where, mm -hmm. like, not everyone acts upon feelings and emotions, and their lives are just easier. But, I don't know. He's he's not a good guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Higgins is talking about, right? Mm -hmm. In there, his justification for, I will lure them all here. Yeah. By pitching you my wonderful musical. Yeah, His exactly. justification for that is, this alien make their lives better. Yeah. Yeah, like, and be more chill, kind of. You know that musical? Like with the squip. I, I kind of, when, I remember when you were really into it, I kind of, I know a couple of them because you play them very often. Yeah. I refer to it as the chill pill musical still. <laughs> well, in that musical, it's, the squip is like a supercomputer, and once you take it, it like helps you to be cool, kind of, and then it slowly like infects your brain, and then the main character, Jeremy, he wants to like infect everyone to make their lives better. Because that's what his quip is telling him to do. <laughs> so that's sort of like how this show is going down, kind of. Like, it, if that's what Pokey is intending to do by making people's lives easier and better, that's sort of like be more chill, kind of. Yeah. If he's not trying to make their lives better, what is he trying to do? Um, Why does he want this? He could want world domination yeah. for some reason. They it's, could all want that, It's I like guess. he's getting um, followers, maybe like Wiggly is. Mm -hmm. He's trying to build the most perfect musical ever to exist. Yeah. <laughs> he just can't stand any of the ones that have existed before. He's gathering and all his actors. He's got to make his own. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, I I like Pokey so much. And I don't I don't know why. It just it could be his character design. He's very cute. He's really cute. He's one of my favorite characters. Probably just because of his character design. That's like, that's the only thing yeah. we know about him. We technically haven't been <laughs> confirmed that Pocotho did mm -hmm. the guy who didn't like musicals. It's that. heavily implied, but yeah, yeah, we don't know for sure. But he's just, I just think he's so cool. I want to know more about him. Like, now, yeah. where's Nightmare Time Season 2? 
I hope he'll be in that. That would be cool. Yeah. What if they go off of, like, what life is like after uh, everyone's infected? That would be cool. That would be cool. I still feel like no one gets a life after, but... Yeah, probably, but you never know. You never know. That's right. Yeah. They probably don't, but it would still be cool. Yeah. Pokey kind of gets to Hatchetfield by way of a meteor, which is pretty mm-hmm. odd considering how we've been introduced to the other Lords in Black. Yeah. And is it, like, him or is it, like, his spirit or something? Like, I don't know, right? That could be another reason he's trying to infect people. He needs a portal just as much as Wiggly does. Yeah. So you think he's, like, started in the black and white and then maybe he sends the meteor down from that? Or, like, he lives in space or I something? don't know. He Well, the black and white isn't the greater space. Yeah. Black and white is its own thing. And that is where the meteor comes from. From what? The black and white. Right? Doesn't it, it says that in the, like, trailer things for it, right? It doesn't say black and white. The first time we hear black and white is in Black Friday. You're right. But it does say it comes from a space beyond space or something like that. I don't remember exactly. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Well, that sort of implies that it is black and white, which would be um, neat. And so that makes it seem like he has more power than Wiggly, since Wiggly isn't really able to do much in the black and white other than talk to people and have them make the dolls. But Pokey's able to send the meteor down. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Pokey's just more powerful How than Wiggly. How did the meteor even get out of the black? That's a good question. Someone must have made the portal, I guess. Yeah. And there's also the question of... There's something in Hatchetfield that made the meteor land there, probably. Yes. There's a reason why all of this craziness is happening to this one island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Hatchetfield has been chosen for a reason. And to some extent, Clydesdale, but mostly Hatchetfield. And that's, like, one of the biggest questions, I think. I think it's... Something's in the Witchwood, probably. Yeah. Because everything's kind of in there. Like, it it attracts strange and weird things, maybe. Mm-hmm. Some kind it, of something that attracted the meteor to land there. Or, like, something is calling to it or summoning it. Yeah. The only thing that I can think of would be summoning it would be, like, either Miss Holloway or Wiley, since they have sort of... I think they would have the powers to do that, maybe. At least we know Wiley can directly talk to to at least Wiggly. So who knows, maybe we can, maybe he can talk to the other lords as well. And he's, yeah. like, works for all of them. Mm-hmm. There are many different ways that Pakotho can infect you and take control of you. Yes. <laughs> he can infect you by, like, putting the blue goo in a drink, then you drink it or you Ingesting eat it. it. Mm-hmm. Ingesting it. Just by... Being around it and, like, breathing the same air, sort of. Uh, there's a line about it having spores, or the yeah. meteor, anyway. So, like, close proximity ingestion. Mm-hmm. And then there's another way that they can, like, infect slash kill you is... I don't even know what to call it. It's where... Murder. Yeah, murder. <laughs> where McNamara is holding out his hand, and then he brings it to Ted's face, and it's got, like, the blue light on it. And then Ted gets infected. How do you think Bill got infected? Well, yeah, this is... He got shot, and then Paul runs away, Mm -hmm. and he is left with these three infectees. Yeah, but (laughs) would Bill have just gotten infected by close proximity, or, like, did him getting shot do something? So, Paul is special in some ways, since he clearly, like, battles with getting infected, and none of the others do. They sort of, like, just give in to it, which is sort of odd, so... Paul is is special in in some way. Yeah. A part of it is Paul himself isn't... He's not 100% sure what he wants himself. Mm -hmm. The other people know that he wants Emma, at least to some extent. Yeah. And he also says in Let It Out he wants to be happy. Mm -hmm. But those... Wanting to be happy is a very vague thing that the Lords in Black, they can't go as deep in trying to break your soul down. But as... I, I feel like happiness would be more important than just, like, dating or getting together with a girl who you like. It is, but that one is a specific thing that if they promise him that, they'll be able to get him to join the mm-hmm. apotheosis. Pokey, like the other Lords in Black, his powers work on a what-do-you-want sort of basis. He needs to know, or at least have a way to figure out what you want or desire. And he can do that by infecting you. Yeah. But, well, part of it is 
he infects you as a result of telling you you will get what you want. Like with Charlotte wants to be with Sam. She wants to be loved by someone. And she so just wants a good relationship. She wants a good relationship. Yeah. What about Ted? What does he want? In the moment they do infect him, he wants to live. He wants to get away. But I think yeah. overall Ted's main want is to be with Jenny. Yeah. But do you think Pokey's power can go that deep as to go, like, no. years back? I don't think so, unless Ted is talking about this and thinking about it actively. Oh. But in the case of in the show, he's running away. He's he could just, yeah. he's like, oh my gosh, I've been saved. Mm-hmm. This is what I wanted. I'm the survivor. Everyone else is dead. Yeah. And then, so he thinks he's gotten what he wants, and then they infect him. Yeah. And Hijins obviously wants his musical. He does. He wants his working boys. What about Sam? I think Sam got infected by going to the starlight, right? He probably got infected due to being in close proximity to the meteor. Because he had tickets to see Mama Mia, right? So sometimes they go after certain people's wants and sometimes they just infect you in the moment? I I think so. Like earlier we listed the ways you can be infected. Yeah. So the most difficult one, but he puts into use is the what do you want thing Mm -hmm. but if people are stupid enough to be close to this meteor they'll also get infected yeah that makes sense bill wants a good relationship with alice alice wants to be with deb she wants to be she wants to have the freedom to grow up Mm -hmm. there's i think those are the main ones there's Nora and zoe zoe i don't remember i think it's zoe goes with sam to mamma mia Oh, yeah, she does. And so that's where she gets infected, and she's probably the one who brought the blue goo to Beanie's. Yeah, that's good. Now, let's get into what Emma wants. She's sort of the most complex, I think, in what she wants. Okay. Well, part of what she wants is to not die in Hatchetfield, mm-hmm. but that one's not very deep, I don't think. I, I feel like we talked about how their wants aren't super deep, like as deep as being happy, but... I feel like not dying in Hatchetfield is sort of minor compared to what like her, her inner want is. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is? I think she really regrets not being with her family more. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not sure if we, in all technicality, don't see her get infected. Yeah, that's true. She um, fights it like Paul. Yeah. What do you think it is? What You seem to have an idea. I mean, maybe she does just want to sort of not get in anything serious and be... But. She wants to be a free spirit. Yeah. She wants to be able to go backpacking in Guatemala without without consequences. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that could work, but didn't we say before that he probably goes after what you're thinking about in the moment, and I, mm-hmm. I doubt she's thinking about, like, backpacking or being free and not tied down while yeah. she's getting infected. She, by the end of the show, she does... She's not a very committal person, but she does mm-hmm. want Paul at the very least as a friend. She's yeah. very excited when Mr. Bren Bridges comes out. Yeah. She could just want to see that, like, to know that he's okay and know that she's not the only survivor. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Yeah, maybe that's just it, that she doesn't want to be completely alone and have to fight and survive on her own or something. Yeah. Should we move on to our next Lord in Black? Wiggly is the first Lord in Black we're properly introduced to. Mm-hmm. He doesn't infect people the same way. I guess the best word I can think of is, like, corruption. Yeah, He definitely. corrupts them into thinking that they need this toy yes. for their children. I think he and Pokey are more similar than, like, we think at first, since they're both infecting people in different ways and... I don't know, I guess, going after world domination or whatever they're both trying to do. I mean, Wiggly's trying to get out of the black and white, but beyond that, like, once he gets out of, like, black and white, maybe he wants world domination, and maybe that's what Pokey wants, too. So I think they are are similar in that way. I think most of the people we're exposed to anyway, other than maybe Sherman, but most of the people we're exposed to who who want a Wiggly doll think that this doll will get them what they want. Linda thinks it will make her children and family adore her. Tom thinks that it will make Tim love him more and it'll cheer him up after what happened to Jane. 
Yeah. Once Wiggly kind of has a hold on you, he's using all these people to build a portal. Because mm. he needs out of the black and white. And... Why do you think he's trying to get out of the black and white? Other than just the sake of getting out. Like, do you think it's killing him in some way or something? Oh. I don't... No, I don't think so. Because the black and white is kind of like where they're from. Where they... Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of info on it, but I imagine it's where they were created and where they, where they could have been created in Hatchfield and then trapped there. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe someone's, like, forcing him out something. I don't think anyone's forcing him out because when we see him in there in during Made in America... Oh, yeah, he's He's, calm. he's very calm and he's... He's excited to get out eventually, but there's nothing like, he's not like, I need to get out this very moment. Yeah. Help me now. <laughs> he's not doing that. Yeah. How do you think they, uh, like, make the portal? No idea. We can make guesses if you want. Yeah, maybe it's not, like, a physical thing. Maybe it goes back to, like, what people want somehow. Like, if everyone is wanting this, this doll. Oh, so, if everyone wants him out? Yeah, so strongly they can sort of, like, will him out. Something like that. Well, why can't he just come out of the one at Peep headquarters? It's not big enough, I guess. That's the only thing yeah, I can think of. I think so. Maybe he doesn't know about that one? Well, he knows about it because he knows about the one, the uh, the second portal, two doors, not one. Yeah. The second door. He knows that one exists because he somehow gets the bomb out oh, that yeah. goes through the one door and to go out of the other. Yeah, that's right. Maybe he can only come out at a certain point, like a, a certain area in the town. Yeah, he just, he has to come out in Hatchetfield. Where is Peep in Hatchetfield? Probably, right? I, there's no way of knowing. I would yeah. say yes, definitely. Everything's in Hatchetfield. But <laughs> in Black Friday, we were briefly not in Hatchetfield when we, yeah, we were right. at the Oval Office. Unless in this world, that's also a part of Hatchetfield. <laughs> Yeah, that could go back into what I was saying before. Like, if everyone wills him out enough, all those people, all that, like, collective mind are in that one spot willing him out, and Mm -hmm. then he can only come out in that one spot. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I think Um, part of it is, for some reason, he needs someone like Linda mm -hmm. to help with this process somehow. Why do you think Linda? Why they chose Linda? Yeah. I think... Because her want is something they could twist easily. She's very... Yeah, but surely there are other people who want to be adored or like... I think with the majority of people, it'd be more along the lines of they want to be in charge or they just want to be loved. Mm. Linda wants to be adored. That is her thing. And that's a little... It's a bit stronger than the other... similar feelings and the other main characters we've had so far she's got something that makes her special yeah she does but i just don't know how they would physically be able to build a portal since they're just all yeah. normies i mean he could <laughs> the be normies. yeah he could be like gifting them with this intense knowledge but i mean they don't really have the tools to just build the portal in the mall or anything i don't think yeah and wiggle they say that they're building a Cyclopean gateway, mm-hmm. which kind of gives us a little something about what this would look like. So Cyclopean, when it's referring to like architecture, the way things work, is kind of just, it's built out of blocks that are irregular, or oh, like cool. stones that are different shapes. Like, mm. yeah, they're, it's not one object and it's not made of a bunch of things that are exactly the same. But because we don't actually see the portal, this, we don't, we're not 100% sure what it looks like. If it is, truly is, they're, they're all willing him to be there, then they're all maybe willing him for different reasons, and then that's like the Cyclopean gateway, like Mm -hmm. the, the different building blocks, different shapes, different reasons why they want him to, to come, they're different ones for him being there. I like that. Let's talk about how Win Wiggly corrupts these people. Some of them... Their mental capacity is just kind of going downhill. It's deteriorating. Yeah, it very much is. It's They aren't able to think sort of like they were, like functioning adults, kind of. And all they can think about is just 
building the portal and, and worshipping their god, their Wiggly. Um, and Linda. Yeah, and Linda. Yeah, because Wiggly probably, he, he does, he blocks out whatever else you were thinking about and he just, he infects you with his, his power, mm-hmm. basically. Okay, with Wiggly and Black Friday, we also have Uncle Wiley, Wiley. Slash Wilbur Cross. That's right. Yeah. And we will get into him more later. But right now, we're just kind of going to talk vague. Yeah. So, he will, he's kind of doing Wiggly's bidding. Mm-hmm. And we're not really sure why. Well, he's the doll maker, right? Like, he makes them? Does he actually make them, or does he distribute them? What uh, factory decided, oh, this is a great idea to make <laughs> these? Yeah. That could have been some of Wiggly's early power, though, mm-hmm. to corrupt them and make them distribute the doll to gather the other large amounts of people and followers and stuff. But yeah, Wiley, he's doing that. He's kind of selling them. He's in the commercial to get people to, to start wanting to buy Wiggly. We know that Uncle Wiley is Wilbercross because in The Witch in the Web, Joy Richter is credited as playing Wilbercross oh. when clearly it was Wiley, who before we'd only known as Wiley. We'd all kind of suspected that it was Wilbercross. Yeah. McNamara's old mentor. Mm-hmm. And he's the person who went sort of deranged in the black and white. He went in without his helmet, right? And that's why he went crazy. I don't know if it specifies that or not. He just went in and came out differently. Yeah. Something like that. We'll definitely talk more about Wiley next time mm-hmm. in our next episode. But We will. We just want to do brief here because he is important. He's really important. With Wiggly, very first moments of Black Friday, we are introduced to the wonderful beings known as the Sniggles. Yes. And the Sniggles are so strange because sometimes they seem like they're their own race of, like, creature or being, and other times they seem like they're actors, which they're sort of clearly stated as being actors in Watcher World, Mm -hmm. Um, and they're called by the actual Starkid actors' names, which is very strange. Yeah. And... I don't think that they just did that for fun. I think it's it's got you a think reason. It's a reason. It. I definitely think it's got a reason behind it. I love the Sniggles. They're they, really cool. We are dressed as Sniggles in our logo because of we yeah. love them. Yeah, the Sniggles are great, and I think we like them so much because they're just sort of odd, and we don't know too much about them. Well, in relation to Wiggly, we see them in the opening number, the Tickle Me Wiggly jingle, mm-hmm. and also in Made in America. Yeah. In Tickle Me Wiggly Jingle, they're just kind of helping to advertise this, making it appeal to children. Yeah, but they're the same Sniggle, so somehow they were able to get to and from the black and white, or Mm -hmm. at least back to the black and white, which is really weird. Wiley also is able to move back and forth somehow without having his own, or maybe he does have his own portal. Well, if he didn't, that sort of debunks my theory that the people are willing Wiggly to come so much because we never see them willing the Sniggles or anyone to go back into the black and white. Unless, well, maybe that doesn't work because the commercial is shot prior to the events of Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Maybe Wiley just has, Wiley's got magic skills. Yeah. he um, Maybe he's just got some kind of power that lets him to move in and in between both black and white and regular world times. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he can bring Sniggles with him. Or maybe the Sniggles have this power and Wily just is along for the Sniggles move Wily. I doubt it, but yeah, it could be. Maybe. We don't know anything really yeah. about Sniggles or Wily. They're all questionable. Very mysterious. <laughs> oh, we could talk about why there's two portals. So there's the one and how that Peep like- has yeah. and then is it in Russia? Is that where Yeah, in Moscow. Moscow. Why Moscow? What's in there? That's a good question. Why Moscow? Maybe they have a special connection to the black and white and Hatchetfield somehow. I mean, clearly they do by the portal, but like beyond that, I don't know. So yeah, Moscow is... We don't know why it's there. It's almost halfway across the globe, but not well, quite. Well, halfway would be... Not half. It'd be across. So, I don't know. I don't know why Moscow have anything else to say on Wiggly? No, I think I'm pretty good for Wiggly. I think I am too, for now anyway. Yeah. I'm sure we'll think of other things as soon as we stop recording. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, let's get into Blinky then. Okay. 
So, Blinky sort of inhabits Watcher World and the Hatchetfield, mm-hmm. and he has the Sniggles too, and I don't think they're as much of his servants to the extent that Wiggly's are. Like, they're still clearly his servants. I think they do his bidding, but not as much as, as Wiggly. We meet them at Blinky's watch party. Mm-hmm. The, the Watcher World, what's it described as? Musical extravaganza? I don't yeah. know. And they're putting on a play. Yeah, a musical, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we learn in Blinky's song that they're clearly not willing to be like his his servants sort of because I mean maybe they're but they're they're scared of him like they yeah I would don't argue wake him up they say and stuff yeah I'd argue Snooze Town proves that point more mm-hmm. but in regards to Blinky Song they are being punished yeah definitely and they say if you uh, if you wake him up you die but they're not gonna eat for a week yeah but he might just spill our guts yeah I think we but we see him like walking around and moving though and but isn't that just the mascot well at first it's described as a blinky mascot and then near the end when alice and bill are having a let's call it a final showdown yeah when they're having that final showdown it just says blinky is on top of the gift shop Mm. if that is him then we do see him awake and not doll form which is terrifying yeah, that's really scary. But we don't see any Sniggles die. He could have saved them for later, but we don't see them. <laughs> them for later. No! <laughs> like, it, like a dessert. After watching oh. Bill and Alice try to kill each other. Oh. No! <laughs> but, but we don't see him, uh, like, immediately go after any Sniggles. And at least in the song, I feel like he would, because they're, they're scared of him. And, and I don't mm-hmm. know. The song is weird, because it's... I like I mean, the song. It's just... Yeah, it's a great song, but it's just weird because why are they singing the songs to children? And it's like they're they're this warning them, kind of. You know, it doesn't See, seem like the organizers of the show would say, "All right, you get to sing this song now about ways that you get to live." You know? So, I was thinking about this before we started recording, and I eventually decided I wouldn't talk about it. But whatever, I'm going to say what? it now. I was thinking about the Sniggles in general. Is it like we're kind of going back to Weekly? But with these people who are going, their minds are going downhill. They're deteriorating. They're deteriorating. They're losing their own sense of self. Mm -hmm. Do they somehow get turned into these Sniggles? Ooh. Like, in Snoozletown, she's singing like she wants a life or like she used to have one and now she's stuck here. And there's actually a line that is said to her that is like... Blinky's not going to let you go until he's seen everything. That's right, that's good. But that implies that they can be let go. Yeah. Um, so you think people infected in Black Friday are turning into Sniggles? Or? I don't, I'm not 100, I don't think that is definitely what's happening, but I think that'd be an interesting, yeah. if that was what was happening. I don't, we don't really have any evidence for this, but I was just trying to think, where are these Sniggles coming from? What is going on here? And that was yeah. the most realistic-ish. It's not really realistic. It's kind of horrifying. But the best thing I could think of. Yeah, I think that would make sense. I don't know how well it works with them being called by like the real actors' names, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But that is a great theory, and I really like that. I'll have to do more thinking about that. That's really good. <laughs> Back to the Sniggles in Watcher World. I don't think that... They want to be there because in the... What's the Snoozle Train song called? Snoozle Town. Yeah, Snoozle Town. Um, She's Sniglet, right? Yep, Sniglet. Yeah, she doesn't want to be there. She wants to Mm -hmm. be, like, let go. And that kind of ties back into what I was saying about why are they being allowed to perform these songs for children since Mm -hmm. breaking the fourth wall, kind of, since... Well, I mean, she could have preyed upon by her once and she says she wants to let's just say she wants to like get married and start a family and escape something like that essentially yeah she says it with oh, her own vocabulary but yes, yes. <laughs> she essentially is saying that yeah yeah so i mean they maybe all the lords just go after what you want in like each in their own different ways i think ways. they do yeah yeah which is neat and that ties them all together so yeah the sniggles could be like, their own entity or race, or they could just be actors. Yeah, species. Or they could be actors. What evidence do we get to them being their own species? 
The fact that they're in the black and white mm-hmm. during Made in America, I think, is and the biggest hint to that, that they're not, yeah. Maybe some are, like, more infected than others or something. Yeah, that Since would work. Joey and Lauren still have their own names, but Sniglets has, yeah, Sniglots and Sniglet. They have well, special names. Sniglet is addressed as Sniglet until oh, yeah, she's call- checked on. They That's say, right. Angela, are you okay? That's right, I forgot about that. Why do you think Blinky is targeting Bill and Alice directly and wants to make them, like, essentially kill each other? He targets anyone who goes to his park, right? Well, yeah, but not to the extent of Bill and Alice, I don't think. Since he's not targeting, like, Alice sees the couple kissing in line, he doesn't target them as They've much. They've already been corrupted. Their eyes are purple. So. Yeah, the purple eyes thing is very strange. It's scary. But, I don't know, he doesn't make them kill each other. But yeah, you're right. I'm not sure if we have a great reason as to why they're being targeted specifically in that sense. But in a general way, he does anyone who goes there. It is an amuse. They say it is an amusement park for not, not for your for amusement, amusement for his amusement. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the people that haven't been infected had the purple eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Now there are people like the impatient mother and her child Aaron, who it's not described whether or not they have purple eyes or not. We're yeah. not sure if they're being maybe they're in the process of being infected. I think corrupt, corrupted or infected. Which word works better here? I don't know if corrupted works as well in this sense, since corrupted sort of ties back into Wiggly. Mm -hmm. I think infected is better in this context. Okay. But Um, yeah, we're not sure if they've been infected. Yeah. And I also, it's it's shown. It's shown that Blinky has the power to sort of change what people perceive Mm -hmm. with... I mean, I don't think that Deb would, like, dance with another. She seems to really like Alice. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Deb would, like, cheat on Alice. So I think Blinky, like, warps your reality, kind of. Warps your perception. Yeah, your perception of reality. And he makes Alice see things, like, on her phone that aren't happening, aren't really Mm -hmm. true. Like, maybe they were dancing close by, but they weren't, like, touching or something. Yeah. And don't we have another um, example of that? Like, of him warping people's reality? Oh, when Bill is doing the the strongman game and he, for a split second, sees the hammer smashing Alice's face. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another one. And wasn't there something else, like, with Alice's phone breaking? I don't remember. I don't think maybe, so. Maybe I'm thinking of Madame Iris fixing the phone. Yeah. It, is it a fixed phone or is it a fake phone? Well, is it... That'd be scary if it's if it's like she created this item and then Alice left the park with it. Oh, what's like gonna it, happen it keeps now? Track of her, maybe. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. When with Blinky's Watcher World, there's a lot to be said about Watcher World. A big one, Drowsy Town Station. Drowsy Town is what kind of the people who live in the black and white refer to the black and white as. Oh yeah, and. Well, maybe this, we were talking about before, how is Riley moving from to and from? Maybe Drowsy Town Station. That's I think that's what they call it. He could take the snoozle train. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you get between the black and white and Hatchetfield. Yeah, maybe it is. But then, if that were the case, then Blinky and Wiggly would be working together. Which yeah. we don't have any reason to believe. I kind of feel like they're competing. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of tension between the brothers. I just feel like maybe they they do all sort of go after the th- same things in one way or another, but I feel like they're all, like you said, competing for maybe world domination, taking over all the people, but mm-hmm. I don't know, something. I don't think that they get along very well. They never really talk about each other or anything, except for when Wiggly mentions Webby, but... Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't mention any of his other brothers or anything. Mm-hmm. Another uh, similarity between Blinky and Wiggly is the doll is a physical object in Hatchetfield. And with the same thing, everybody wants one of these things. Or they're telling everyone. Like, Alice doesn't actually want one, but they're being advertised as if everyone wants one. Yeah. Alice maybe doesn't want one because she's... Does she still count as a child? Uh, not... Well, to Bill she does, but not to the ticket taker. Yeah, well... So, probably not. Yeah. And she's 18, right, in this one? Mm-hmm. But the other thing I was going to say um, is 
the obnoxious teen infected. infected. He he's not described as having um, purple eyes, and he does not appear in the mirrors in the funhouse. So I kind of feel like he's not, but then how is he working there? Yeah, I don't know, that's a good point. Do you have anything else to add? I had a thing I wanted to say, but when we were talking about her phone earlier, so everything that goes wrong at Watcher World, none of it would have happened if Alice's pockets were bigger. If they you're just right. made women's pockets larger, <laughs> yeah, her phone would have fit, it wouldn't have fallen, they would have gotten out of <laughs> off of the coaster and just left. Yeah, I've seen someone talk about that before, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> pockets are great. I always get so excited like when I find pockets in a dress or a skirt or something. I hate fake pockets the worst. Pockets are awful. It's just mean. It is just mean. Like, what even is the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pockets are great. I feel like we should say something more on Madame Iris, but I don't know if there's much to be said. She does also operate on a what do you want basis she straight up asks Alice what do you want um, do we think we'll see her again or is she just a park worker I think Carney is that the word <laughs> I think so I think we'll probably see her again though I don't know in what setting I can't really see her as like a normie you know I feel like she's like maybe of a special entity mm-hmm. like she's her own species or something maybe she's along with the snakes, something like that do we have anything else to say about I don't think so. All right, let's move on to Tinky. Tinky. I think Tinky is the most terrifying of them all. I know, you hate Tinky. I don't hate him. He's just (laughs) very scary. (laughs) (laughs) He's the most terrifying to me. He is. He's a little weirdo. Um, (laughs) What does Tinky want? Tinky... Like Blinky, I think he just, like, wants to be entertained, right? He's using Ted as his plaything. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other people in his box, too. And Tinky seems to be the only one that acts alone. Like, all the other ones. Maybe not to Pokey, but I think Tinky's... Like, he doesn't get servants or really corrupts people in the same way that other others do to... I don't know. He just acts differently than the other ones since the other ones sort of corrupt people or infect them in the same way they go after what people want, but Tinky seems to just act alone. You're talking about, like, how the others either have sniggles or the mm-hmm. infected people to Yeah, they've got, with. like, servants of some sort. I, yeah, you're right. He is different in that sense. He does capture people and keep them for eternity, though, in his box. And Yeah, but he still does that. Apparently acting alone. We yeah, never but see any sniggles. We don't really... Because we only got him in one of the Nightmare Time episodes. We yeah. don't have a lot of info on him. Like, with Tinky, we don't know how yeah. his box works very well. So. so, so far, we don't see any servants or and, of any kind. Yeah, like, maybe he can let them out of the box and then he can control them. Maybe there's sniggles mm-hmm. when they come out of the box. I think he's the most evil out of all of them. That's probably why he's scary to me. <laughs> Maybe the people that he traps into the bastard's box are, like, his servants. You know? Like, he's controlling them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about how his box thing works. How does he get a hold of Ted? Recollection. Well, Ted goes to the wedding, and then, like, he sees things changing, obviously. He sees, like, a different reality or universe or something where timeline yeah different Different timeline timeline. where he ended up with jenny and then that all like shatters and falls apart and then tinky appears and forgot important thing so he's at the wedding yeah and he sees the banner change the balloons change doesn't all the food like rot oh i I don't know i remember he like Tinky runs across the table, which is the yeah. most terrifying visualization that visual. for me after it's, it's described great. this decaying goat costume yeah, like person his... crawling across a table is the most terrifying I thing. just imagine like the little chunky doll like running with his little chubby legs just it's across not, the table. It's not the doll though. <laughs> I know. It's scarier than the doll. I know, but I always imagine the doll. And the doll is kind of like a, a cute funny image, but yeah. If it was the actual goat guy, which it is, it would be awful. Very scary. <laughs> but so he's he's in this timeline where he is with Jenny. And mm-hmm. Jenny hands him a wedding present. And he unwraps it and it is the box. Yes. 
and Paul shakes him or whatever, and he wakes up back at Paul and Emma's wedding. His box is described as where he keeps all of his toys, Mm -hmm. and his toys are people he has trapped. Could he have trapped anyone else in there? Like, any important character? Yeah. Is there anyone who... I was gonna say, like, maybe he he trapped the people in the Witchwood, you know? Like, Casey and those people. That would be really interesting. I think he maybe got those people somehow. And those are, like, his his past victims. Well, with the idea of Tinky, he can kind of control time and timelines and stuff. Yeah. And we get characters who kind of aren't fitting in too well with modern times. We have Miss Holloway, mm-hmm. who we will talk about deeply later. But she is real into the 80s. I sort of think Higgins to some extent, too. Yeah, I would... Yeah. Part of Higgins', Higgins thing, though, is that... It, he's an he's an old guy, right? Yeah, he's like in his 60s. He seems very in awe by the Alexa. <laughs> yeah, and... Well, I think at that point, Alexa was pretty new. Oh, was it? It wasn't, like, brand new, but it was new-ish. But part of Higgins is he's just not really connected to the outside world. He kind of lives in his own space. Yeah. The That's other so person funny. I want to touch on is Ethan... He doesn't know how camera works. Oh. And also kind of his overall attire is just a little... It's also—it's something people would wear now, but it is a little bit... It looks like it's been it's, worn for a while. It's sort of 50s. Yeah. Kind of. Like, it reminds me of Grease, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say Lucy and her fiancé. Oh, yeah. Something about them just seems like very sort of 20s and old-fashioned to me. It could just be the British accents, but I feel like it's more than that. I was surprised when they mentioned their phones and stuff, because it just seemed like it was set in the past, like very far in the past, you know? Mm -hmm. Charlotte's also pretty disconnected, but I don't think this is... That's why. I don't think Tanky could possibly be why. Yeah, I think she's just distracted by other things. She doesn't really have the time to, like, tune in to sort of what the new fashions are, what is kind of happening. When I rewatched it the other day, I... I'm kind of wondering, is he connected? Does CCRP somehow have... Have they been able to tap into Tinky or his powers somehow? How did they get this time machine to work without his powers anyway? Yeah, great question. At the very least. Because if it is Tinky's fault that his office is a time machine, then he's also connected to CCRP to some extent. Yeah, CCRP... Very strange, because, like, it, it clones people, it makes androids, it's time machine. It's really weird. Yes. Anything else on Tinky? Um, is there anything else to be said about his connection to Ted? So, if the tree people were, like, Tinky's past victims, why do you think Ted got away, like, not got away, but, like, he got a different fate, you know? Like, he, well, he was destined to be the homeless man forever. He... He didn't exactly get a different fate. When M-Droid killed him, it is described as he went into the box, and I think the box is described as a twisting and impossible maze or something like that. So he go- he enters fully after he's been killed. Yeah, that is true. But the tree people are, like, tied down to the tree, sort of, and then well, Ted is different. Yeah, I think the at the very least the original tree people were not because of Tinky, because... Oh. of our original description, but I like, because there have clearly been people recently mm-hmm. who were tree people, so maybe that's Tinky is why. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't, and we just didn't see it, because he enters fully when he's killed, and maybe when he's fully in the box, he ends up in Nightmare Time. Yeah. But this is a very loose idea. We're not certain. We don't really have any solid evidence to point towards that. Yeah. But I like it. He seems like the most powerful, I think, out of all of them, right? Since he can control time and space. I agree, but I don't think he wants to do anything with it. I think he's just no. he enjoying goes after himself. like individual people, not like as a group as the other mm-hmm. lords do. Which is I don't know. It's strange. I like it's to scary. Yeah. I would like to learn more about why he does that and why that's his certain style of, like, torture, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think Wiggly's probably got more powers than we've seen. Yeah. Because he's, I don't know, he just is kind of highlighted as a 
maybe the main one, I don't know. That could also just be because he's the only one we've been introduced to and he's got his own doll that we can have and hold. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything I, else? Yeah, I think we did Tinky. Okay. Alright, let's go into Nibbly. We find out in Waterworld that Alice is writing a play mm-hmm. about vampires, and they all... Aren't, isn't it like a couple who dies at the end? Well, I, well, I don't know if it's about vampires, but whoever her main character is, her main character's girlfriend is a vampire. Yeah. And on the surface, it seems like Twilight, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that... It could be Twilight, but I think maybe she... I think maybe she's tuned in Nibley somehow, um, and she's writing about him since... When I first watched the show, we talked about it, and one of my theories was that he is a vampire who bites you, and that is how he infects you. So maybe she's writing about that, and she's... Maybe she's like Hannah, like, where she has this knowledge from a different source, and she like she she knows that Nibley is a vampire somehow. Mm. And then maybe she writes the story of whatever Nibley does. Like, maybe that's a nerdy prince must die, and that is, like, her play somehow. That, that would could be, be it. cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about Nibbly because mm-hmm. we don't really know much about Nibbly at all. We don't. Nibblonethem. Nibblonethem, Tonoi Karaxis, Blicklotep, Pocotho, and Mogogkurath. Very yeah. cool names. I love those names. They're so cool. They're great. <laughs> Should we talk about Webby? Webby is the sister of, of the Five Lords in Black. And I think just the title, The Five Lords in Black, sort of implies that there's maybe the Five Ladies in White and. I think Webby could be one of those ladies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she doesn't have a good relationship with her brothers. They're, yeah. They're fighting. Yes, they are fighting. (laughs) They're having a little sibling disagreement. Yeah. That's resulting in the death of many people. Do you think they're fighting over good and evil or because of, like, a different... I doubt it's as clear as that. Yeah. But they're fighting over something. I don't really... I don't have any solid predictions about what's going on between them at this point, because... We don't really know much. We've only seen Webby in Witch in in the Web. Yeah, in Witch in the Web. And we've only really heard about her in two, so... Yeah, I don't trust Webby. No, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's going to... We talked about this, yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like she's going to turn out to be evil, because she seems like such a, a good being. And that is the very obvious differences, like... Black being the evil side of the Lords and White being like the good side of Webby and her sisters, maybe? Maybe the sisters are like just normal people. If Webby has sisters, one of them better be Peanuts. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say that Peanuts was a girl? I think, yeah. Nick tweeted something about that, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> and Webby wants to help people and the Lords want to like kill people and just evil kind of well webby isn't exactly helping people if she was really helping she probably could have done more in either black friday or in the guy who didn't like musicals she's like scary images hannah infected with webby as well yeah that would be bad maybe she's like new with her powers and she doesn't quite know how to use them Mm -hmm. and she has been betrayed by someone. I think maybe she's been... She says that she's been betrayed. Maybe she's talking about Hannah. Like, she and Hannah are having, like, a, a disconnect, kind of. Like, maybe that's just oh. Hannah growing up. Or something like that. And she doesn't really need Webby as much anymore. Maybe it's something like that. Well, she does need Webby. Because without Webby, she's stuck in nightmare time every time she falls asleep. Yeah. But... I think... Like, she doesn't need her for an emotional support kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. She doesn't need her in the same way as... Like, mm-hmm. in Black Friday, she needs Webby as a friend, because she's having trouble connecting to other people. Yeah. But I think it's likely that as Hannah gets older and her mind develops more, she will get more powers. Like Yeah. So Webby is probably in this for the long haul. She's waiting for Hannah to be able to use Hannah's own powers as well as help Webby with whatever she's trying to do. Yeah. I read online that each Lauren Black represents a modern fear, Wiggly's being capitalism and the mass buying of the dolls, and in Made in America, basically, he says, like, he just, he talks about capitalism. Blinky represents surveillance and not really having, 
much of a private life. Like, if you put your whole life on social media, basically, stuff like that. And Pokey is an emotional repression in, like, everyone is happy because they don't have to care about their problems anymore, sort of, Mm. like that. And Tinky's, I think, is sort of the most obvious with just running out of time and not having enough time to do things and wondering just where all, like, your life went, kind of, like, with Emma, you know? She didn't go to the the funeral or all the family events or anything. And then, I don't know, for Nibley, since we don't know about him. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I really wanted to include it. There you go. I like that. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. I also want to add that one of the lines in Is It Join Us and Die? Where... I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe. Charlotte says, your own body is your front row seat. Yep, that's Join Us and Die. Yeah. So maybe Paul is not doing what... Like, his body isn't doing what he's telling him to do, you know? Like, his his brain is thinking, oh my god, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And his mouth is, like singing to Emma and saying yeah like during inevitable but maybe like his his body is infected that his brain being infected kind of mm-hmm. maybe that's true for all of them yeah I and think that that's just kind of Charlotte's description of what it's what being infected is like right because she's just been infected she's explaining to these people now we're gonna infect you and your body is your front row seat to this experience yeah but she doesn't say that like you are still having thoughts and feelings, but, you know, maybe they are, like, not necessarily feelings, but maybe thoughts in their heads. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's all we've got, at least for now. I'm sure we'll have more <laughs> later. To recap, we talked about the different Lords in Black. We started with Pokey, the ways you can be infected, what exactly he's trying to do. We talked about what's going on with the fact that there's a meteor, and we also talked about Wiggly, the ways he corrupts people, what he's trying to do. We talked a lot about the Sniggles as well, both Wiggly and Blankies. We touched on Wiley, but we'll get to Wiley later. Mm-hmm. With Blanky, we talked, again, about the different ways he infected, how he did that to other people, and we talked kind of about Watcher World in general, the way it functions why people go there, what's going on, all that good stuff. We also talked about Tinky, how his box works, what he's trying to do, and how absolutely horrifying he is. (laughs) And Ravonna talked about her theory for Nibley's story being Alice's play. Yeah. We also touched on Webby, and... We touched on Webby a lot, and we will get way more in-depth with Webby. We just wanted to sort of lay down our basic ideas. Thank you so much for joining the Apotheosis. Next episode, we'll be discussing Miss Holloway and Wilbur Cross slash Uncle Wiley, how they're connected, who they are, their background, and a lot of the symbolism in the shows that they're in. Our doors are open, so don't be scared to contact us at the Apotheosis Podcast on Instagram or email us at theapotheosispodcast at gmail.com. We, we hope, hope you have, have a la-dee-da-da-day. Da-da-day.